0: what's going on everybody good evening this is chug nasty and you are listening to the nasty nation here on anchor got a fun show for you tonight been looking forward to this show for a bit now uh, ever since it got planned um i got a got a cool guest on tonight um and uh and we'll talk about that in a second um i've been and this goes with what's going on tonight okay um for some reason the last the last little bit I guess I've been kind of in a zombie mood and if you know me you know I'm a horror fan if you've listened to the show you realize I'm a horror fan um zombies <sighs> zombies are are, are are a genre of horror that um I'm picky about um I I go I've always gone back and forth with them I actually at one time I was uh, a really 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 big zombie fan and I still am to a degree but uh, certain things almost burnt me out on the zombie, the the zombie film uh, genre. Um, but here lately, I've been I've been playing, and this is probably the main reason why. But I've been playing this game called Dying Light. Um, if you've never played it or ever heard of it, it's a, a really interesting zombie game that takes place in like iran or someplace like that and it's you know the usual zombies are overrunning the the world and you have to be the one to to save them although you're kind of a traitor but in the end you're a good guy play the game um there's a little bit of everything in it um there's zombies there's bad people there's um I don't know it's it's exciting to play, and I've been playing that, so it's got me wanting to to eh, you know watch some more horror movies that are zombie related because after after watching them for so many years and I've kind of chilled out on them now I'm kind of going back and doing what we do, you know, we're like, you know, I like to watch that movie uh so that's that's pretty much where I think that my my uh my thing here lately with zombies is um playing that fucking game. Uh, But when I was talking about how I was burnt out at one time with zombies. uh, Honestly, I'll be fucking, this might go into a rant. I don't know. There was a time when zombie movies were looked down upon. People didn't, they didn't want to see movies. They didn't care about zombies. You know, they kind of fizzled out for a while. Uh, And then all of a sudden, you start seeing like, Zombies on commercials. There's a bunch of commercials that have zombies in them. Uh, there's a Lexus or Alexa, whatever, like commercial I saw uh, with a zombie on it the other day. Uh, but there was a point where zombies were fucking everywhere, and the reason why was because of that goddamn show, Walking Dead. Now I know, I know. Quit your inner dialogue, okay? You might disagree with me. You might agree with me. It doesn't matter. It's fun. It's okay. It's fun to talk about this stuff. It's fun to debate about this shit, okay? Um, But uh, I was a fan of the Walking Dead comics. Uh, When I first got into those, it was way before uh, the fucking TV show was even a thing, before it was even thought of. Um, And I, uh, I, I really enjoyed them. And then when the show came out, I was excited I was like okay cool This is going to be awesome And actually like The first season Of the show I was, I was pretty much hooked I was I was pretty uh, Pretty into it um, And uh, It was kind of A split season I think it was Like the, the first season Was the second season Or some shit They had to go back and forth I don't know um, About mm, Second season I started losing interest But I kept watching third season came um, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to wear down a little bit and then after that like I watched bits and pieces of, of different seasons and just found myself completely un- un- uninterested um, you know it's like people who hate horror movies love The Walking Dead you know and some people got into horror movies and zombie movies and stuff like that from watching The Walking Dead um and me being kind of like a stickler and kind of a, a, a movie snob, horror movie snob, you know, I I get annoyed by things, okay. Um one thing in particular was, you know, people I you you'd be shocked. But I've had multiple people that I've gotten to conversations with at bars or wherever, um about the walking dead. And you know how many people actually think that George Romero had something to do with that? He didn't. <laughs> uh he didn't at all from from what i understand he he didn't okay um so if you thought that george romero had anything to do with it no no he didn't uh you went george romero you went the good shit you go back to not living dead dawn of the dead day of the dead so on and so forth but no walking dead um just one of those shows that just became a fucking trend man um You know, it's like all over the fucking place. And everybody's obsessed with Norman Reedus. And they think he's just the hottest. And yeah, he seems like a cool dude, whatever. But it's just like, you get tired of hearing about it. You know, like I said, people who aren't even fucking horror fans love The Walking Dead. You know, it's like people who aren't really horror fans, but they love the paranormal shows. You know, and they go to to horror cons just for the paranormal people. But they don't know anything about... The other, uh, the horror, the horror community, you know, but whatever. Um, but yeah, Walking Dead was something that really just kind of, yes, it's an entertaining show and, you know, whatever, but it's all the same okay you know these people were trapped here they have to stay in this place for a while some shit happens there's a bad guy over here that has this whole other town and he wants these people to stop and blah blah, blah. and it's kind of over and over and over again oh and then you can't you can't forget about the people that die in this show well yeah they're gonna die that's just that's just gonna happen uh but i don't i don't know it's just the characters always always got on my damn nerves um you know, even from the very first season of that show, uh, I didn't like any of them. Uh, my least favorite was Shane. Um, I was glad when he died. <laughs> I hate I, I, that guy fucking annoys me completely. Um, he's a pretty decent actor. I've seen him in some other things, but I just keep seeing Shane, and he makes me mad. Um, apparently, he does a good job as the Punisher. Okay, cool. I'll go with that. Um but, you know, and you, then you had all the fucking memes with, like, you know, you know, Carl, you know, all those really. Like, well, some of those are funny and some of them are just fucking stupid. You know the ones I'm talking about, you know, the ones that have Rick and, and Carl going back and forth. And it's just, it's stupid little jokes. Like I said, some of them are funny. Some of them aren't. Um, I'm kind of over the whole Walking Dead craze, though. I, I think a lot of people actually are. Um it blew the fuck up. And there's still there's still a lot of loyal fans. I know that you know, in Georgia, um that's you know, where they filmed a good portion of that show. Uh it's a big thing there, obviously. Um But yeah, I don't know. That was that was the show that pretty much uh, burnt me out on, on zombie movies and zombie stuff for a minute, you know. Um and then like you know, movies like, you know, Dead Snow like what a fucking killer movie that is! Uh, if you haven't seen the Dead Snow movies, man, you're missing out. Check that shit out. Um, you know, fucking Shaun of the Dead. And, you know all that shit. You know, which I don't remember when that came out, but you know that you have you have so many different ideas of zombies. You had like World War Z that came out, uh, Zombie Land. Those movies came out, which I love those movies. Just watch the I watched the second one the other night. Really enjoyed it. Um. You know, it's just it's it's kinda weird. Then you also had um oh what was the that fucking movie? There was a movie that um that came out that my girlfriend actually introduced me to and me watched. It's not a horrible movie, it's it's a weird romance movie about zombies. Um I can't remember what the fuck it's called though. But it's about this like it's pretty much through the eyes uh of a zombie. Uh, This zombie kid who's walking around and he's, you know, uh, doing what he does. you know. That's how him and his friends talk and all this shit. Well, then this team of young, good-looking, you know, kids come in. Uh, One of them is actually James Franco's brother. um, Come in to destroy all them. And then there was a big fight and all this stuff. And one of the girls... The zombie, like he he catches, you know, he sees her and he's like, "Wow, she's, she's what I want." And after he fucking, you know, eats her fucking boyfriend, um, (laughs) he he tries to win her over. He saves her and all this shit. Um, It's like if if Twilight um, was zombies and uh, more entertaining. Because honestly, it it was a pretty entertaining movie. I can't remember the fucking name of it though. That's gonna bug the shit out of me it's going to bug the shit out of me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, zombie films are, are, are something that, that, uh, you know, not everybody likes them, but you know, there's some good ones out there. The 28 days later movies, um, 28 days later, 28 more later. I don't remember the fuck, whatever it's called, but you know what I mean? Um, they're fun. Um, the gorier, the better, you know, um, Going all the way back from the original novel Living Dead, and even before then, with you know, Bill Lugosi's White Zombie, um, you know, the the zombie mentality has always been there, uh, except back in in the days of, of White Zombie and whatever, there was kind of a uh, zombies weren't what they are now. <laughs> Uh zombies were kind of just more along the lines of just seen as slaves uh back in those days. It which if you've never seen the movie White Zombie, it's it's actually a really creepy movie to watch. But it's a good one. But if you watch that, you'll understand what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna get into all that, but yeah. Um But no, there's there's something about the idea of the dead walking. Um there's been serious movies about it, there's been funny movies about it. There's been gory, funny movies about it. Return of the Living Dead. Um, you know, it's it's a topic that that always ends up coming up whenever you're having a horror discussion with people. Um and it's it's always fun to talk about. And moving on, uh, that actually comes comes uh quite nicely for, for what tonight's show is. Where I've been in a zombie mood lately, um, and the guest that I, I'm gonna have on here in a little while. Um it was the perfect perfect time for a good discussion. It, just, it really is. Uh, I, I'm going to have a friend of mine on here in a little bit, Brad from the band Cavalcade. Uh, he's a big horror movie fan. Uh, my band Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat and his band Cavalcade played together last year, um, did a show in Louisville, and uh, we really hit it off. And the main thing we talked about was horror movies. Um, so he's going to be on here. Um he already has the the 411. He already knows what we're gonna be talking about. So he's pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited about it as well. Hope you're excited about it. It's gonna be good times. Um and yeah. So we we'll, we will talk about all that fun stuff. We're gonna talk about um uh, his band Cavalcade, um, and see what all they're into at the moment, and then we're gonna probably get right into it and um uh, talk some blood sucking, brain-eating zombies, right? Um, so we'll see how, how, how that goes from there, but stay tuned, keep listening. Uh, and I'll be back here in a little while with, uh, with Brad.
1: Brad, how's it going, man? Welcome to the Nasty Nation. Hey, man! Sorry about that, I uh, took me a second to figure it out. Eludes uh, me. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's, it's a, it's
0: a pretty simple uh, uh, app, I guess. But simple things are also like, oh, why didn't I get that before? Uh, but no big yeah. deal, man. <laughs> uh, no big deal How at all. Good? I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here. I've uh, been looking forward to this show for a minute. Um, so let's take a second for, uh, for just – let's just take a second here. Whew. I'm a little all uh, uh, back and forth in my head at the moment, so you have to excuse me. Um, so introduce yourself. What is it you do? And then we'll go from there.
1: Uh, my name is Brad Van Stavern. I play guitar in the uh, weird sludge uh, noise metal band called Cavalcade, uh, Lansing, Michigan. Uh, book shows up here around mid michigan uh pretty much that's uh you know that hanging out with my girl and it's pretty much me uh so yeah excellent (laughs) well i i
0: I, I was gonna uh actually uh, okay i'm glad that you you said what kind of music you were uh because you all have so many different influences uh there's sounds of, of punk, there's sounds of black metal, there's sounds of sludge, there's doom, there's even a slight pop uh, uh, influence I hear in there. Like, so I'm glad that you said that because I didn't really know how to label it as, except for kick ass metal. <laughs>
1: thanks man yeah it's pretty much uh we uh just kind of throw everything in that we're into and just go from there uh it was just kind of set out as uh it actually started as a complete noise thing to just uh mess around it was supposed to be just a studio thing when it was started in like 2005 and it uh went from there and a previous drummer uh uh god bless him man he told us one day he was like let's streamline this and make them more like songs instead of just these weird jams that like two people will like um you know it just uh in and not to like make it more commercial but just to like you know fine tune it make it tighter and but still throw all the influences in but yeah it's pretty much anything we're into it it, it works to just kind of make it its own little melting pot so it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I, I dig the fuck of y'all, man. Uh, I've actually really enjoyed uh, Sonic Euthanasia. Uh, I think it's a really killer album all the way through. Uh, I've been listening to it a lot lately, getting ready for, uh, for having you on and everything, which I've listened to it before. Um, can't name any tracks just because usually I throw a, a full album on while I'm doing stuff around the house or whatever, but uh, I've had it on quite a few times, actually. It's, a, it's some good shit, and if people have never heard of it, should go listen to it. Go pick it up. Uh, how many releases do you all have out at the moment?
1: Proper releases. There's three, three full lengths. There's an extra two that never got physical release due to some issues with a, a label and back and forth and in the end we just kind of put them out digitally and that is uh deer entrails 15 year dog plan uh those are available on the band camp you know download them do whatever with them uh the two strongest releases in my book in with the current lineup are that this album and our uh, last album like side effect and then we have a seven inch uh as well um swale and uh, that's got like songs on it that we put out right when we got sean as our our vocalist um so those are those are the release our first one into bolivian i like a lot too uh it's with a different lineup but um and that one's almost like carnival metal it it sounds like a circus is
0: that the one with the is that Um, the one with like the bluish cover
1: uh no that's lakeside effect uh the red one and we're the red uh into bolivian's actually out of print at this point but it's got a bunch of uh if you look at it, it looks like a weird like something out of either you could see the blob or maybe something out of the thing with how it's kind of morphing
0: mm-hmm.
1: but the more you look at it too we realize like our uh bass player who did the art basically put in a bunch of like balls and vaginas like subtly into it <laughs> where you're just like at first oh it's kind of this like blob thing you know and mash to that film and then you start looking you're like what the hell did you put in here craig <laughs> So, hey, it's What's uh wrong with that? But, <laughs> yeah. no no he was on a big th- all of his artwork at the time he was having, doing all these posters he's an amazing artist but he would subtly put in different uh you know genitalia into his art, and you'd you'd walk by as there's this poster up in a bar or somewhere, and you don't see it at first. And the more you look, and people would be like, "Is that?" And you're like, "Yeah, Craig did that." <laughs> like, so he was he was big into that around that time period in like 2008, 2009, <laughs> and sneaking that into his, all of his art. So, um, um, but yeah. are you uh, are you all on the, are you all on a
0: label at the moment?
1: Nope, nope, we are uh we released the album i shouldn't say no because we did it on uh our other guitarist kale is it was a label, bermuda mohawk that he used to put out a lot of punk releases on and so it's on that it, you know he puts it under it but it's not really you know it's it's you know it's like our his own label so and then uh gpg records out of lanson uh helped with distribution and we have theirs on there too so it is and it isn't um you know, it's just, it, you know, everything was done, you know, by us in-house. Um, you know, all the artwork's done by Craig. Uh, Sean, I mean, he does art for some of the, um, you know, some of our shirts and stuff. But, uh, you know, Sean records everything. Um, you know, it's all all done in-house. We pay ourselves for the vinyl and everything. So it's, um, which is nice. The label uh, from a few years ago, that whole experience was kind of, there was a lot of back and forth and when something would come out and then like, I just like doing it yourself, man, <laughs> like getting it out and, you know, just having control over it. I'm kind of of a control freak. So in something like we waited on those albums for years and I, I get why the label didn't put it out, but it, uh, it did at the same time, just kind of, uh, you know, if when you can just do it yourself, it's like, okay, we'll just take care of it. You know, obviously we got to, deal with not having a ton of distribution but we'll just make our way and you know plod through the internet and send it just we'll see if they dig it cool if not whatever you know punk rock man
0: <laughs> yeah right i mean we, we put out um because we're not on a label or don't like that we've been putting out stuff uh our, our our like ourselves you know diy you know uh yeah. and it is a little bit better just because you we don't have a time limit we uh, we actually probably take longer than we probably should when it comes to putting out stuff, but uh, it, there, there's definitely a little bit of a, a breath of fresh air when you're like, okay, well, I have complete control of this, and uh, we, me and me and Josh are, are definitely uh, control freaks to a certain degree, so it, it works out that way. So I definitely understand what you're saying. Uh, talking about labels, real quick, and we won't touch, we won't, uh, we won't talk about it too much, but just out of curiosity, because the first time that I ever heard of Cavalcade uh it was back when housecore records, uh Phil and record label, uh was yep. he it was really just now starting. He had the compilation out and there was a few bands on Pony Killer and stuff. And I was on the website and I remember seeing your all's, uh logo and I was like that logo looks strangely uh similar to the anal cut logo uh yeah. and and I was like I've really got to check these guys out and I didn't get a chance to really check you all out for a long time. I couldn't find anything. Um, and that was I can't remember what year it was, but it was around the time when like YouTube was just now starting to you know everybody started to put their shit on YouTube you know. Um, but so talking about that, you all were were on house, house core for a split second. Um, what 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 actually what, what was what happened with all that
1: like? So yeah, uh, we're we on that. It's cool to hear that you like heard of it on the compilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really. Look, on a whim that our first album came out. We hey, tell
0: me about that, hey, man. I don't know what happened. It
1: it uh,
0: sometimes shit happens when it comes to like electronics and technology, right?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyway,
0: um, we were. We discussing a house core thing and the compilation and what all went on with that.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, so as I was saying in the, uh, um, to anyone that's ever gets down and gets like, you know, no one's going to read my book. No one's going to, you know, and there's no point in sending this to this person or, you know, sending my art here, send it. You never know what can happen because we, we send it on a whim. One day, blown up from our uh, vocalist at the time zach that we uh, got written back by housecore i'm thinking he's full of shit uh and this is my nice space days this is 2009 and uh get out of work and find out looking at those messages and i'm like well i've seen enough interviews and you know i briefly met phil uh, you know getting something signed at a super joint show in 04 i'm like this kind of seems like the mannerisms he talks in um <laughs> But, and then we end up like exchanging our guitarist exchanged like, you know, emails and phone numbers and Kale's like, no, it's him. He's like, I've talked to him now. (laughs) Uh, And so we, um, he had us come out to play at, he was doing a benefit for the Kronk Foundation, uh, a local uh, boxing uh, gym in Detroit. And he was on the board of directors at the time. And we played it the day after a down Melvin show. We got to go to that, see the show. And went and the next day went to that and we talked and he kind of was like chanting with us about what we wanted to do and what our goals were. And, you know, just kind of a very impromptu, uh, somewhat business meeting as business-like as you can get with, uh, Phil, um, a lot of, you know, it was his night off. And so he was drinking a lot of Bex and Heineken and, you know, just he he was cool as hell. too, just cool as hell. And, uh, you know, the message album to, he wanted to do more recording. He really dug the first album. We went in to record the second one and a few is everything was written and we were slated to start recording in January of 2010. And I will say everything that was recorded, Sean, our current vocalist, he was producing at the time he recorded everything. He did extra screams. So he's really been like in the band since back then. Um, so he was a hmm. part of everything with this too. And uh, Zach got into fatal. He was nearly killed in a car accident in November of 2009. And we went. We waited all that he was going to die around Thanksgiving, and we went in, and he he lived. And you know, thank goodness he lived, and everything was fine. Um, Not fine, I say. I mean, he was completely messed up bodily wise. We went in tracking, and he had just been out of the hospital. And we tried—you know—it's just kind of being young and dumb. We tried—we literally brought him down into Sean's basement in the wheelchair, picked him up, went down the stairs, and basically were like, "All right, do your boat." And he just—you know—the dudes on so many painkillers, smoking so much to just kill any pain. He totally, and he different, and um. You know, we pushed we up the album and sent it in, and Phil wasn't ready to do it. <laughs> um, you know, it was a lot of back and forth. One day he'd be like, you know, okay, I'm getting the vo- vocals, and, you know, I'm into it. And other day he'd be like, I don't know. And it was a lot of back and forth. And then we recorded a, another one in 2011. And then this time he got a shows with I Hate God. We did some dates with that. You know, it was just back and forth, back and forth. And, and he was always really cool. He was always up front and uh we gave him another album because our drummer at the time was going to go to i think get his masters or he was doing some more college education out of town and so we were getting another drummer and um pretty much this all goes between 2009 to 2013 and then in 2013 he pretty much told us that's when we got sean and uh he told us he wasn't gonna he's like and he even paid for like mastering for deer entrails but he came back and goes. He's like, I'm not gonna put it out. He had too many bands. He signed like Pony Killer. He signed who were great. They he signed them. They broke up. Uh, he signed Harp. Harp broke up. Uh, basically, he was like, I have signed a bunch of bands and they're breaking up. He's like, I've spent a bunch of money. He's like, I I can't. He's like, I can't do that. <laughs> so you know, and that was around that time that last I he got. You know he. Uh, business-wise it you know he he wanted to put out a bunch of stuff he loved, but at the same time can't blow all his money doing it and um you know told us but i'm not keeping any rights you can do whatever you want with it and then kind of as a closure thing put us on the first house core horror film and music festival which was one of the funnest weekends of my life that was just awesome oh, That was
0: fucking cool, and man, that, big, yeah
1: it was it was a ton of fun. That's pretty. It. We uh, we just didn't make the cut. Damn. It's it's like you get it tangled and tangled. You know it. You know it wasn't. Uh, you know, so
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here just real quick. Um, you're you're kind of cutting out just a little bit. Um, okay, sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. Uh, just try to try to, sometimes this happened on the, the first, the first episode, uh, when my buddy was doing the, uh, the review, um, I told him just try to try to, I don't know if you're moving around a lot or whatever, this shit's kind of aggravating. Cause like, I never tell because of the program and how it is, you know, uh, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I just want to, so if I happen to stop you and be like, well, hold on a second, that's why. So sorry about that on, on my end. If it's if it's my shit doing it, I don't know.
1: Oh it's okay. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It could be we sometimes have uh here too. So um but uh so that's pretty much um the nutshell we just didn't we just didn't hack it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, uh you know, shit happens. I mean, you know, it, it's cool. I mean, you talked about it a little bit at Magbar that night when we played. Um yeah. And and you you know, you 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 made a good point. You're like, "Hey, you know, we we did this." You know, we, we got to, you know, meet Phil, be on the label for a minute. Like, it's a cool experience. So at least you keep, you know, you keep a um, a good head about it. You know what I mean? <clears throat>
1: yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And in, in, in that is where, because we were bouncing around for four years and we were, we didn't get out of state as much as we wanted to, but we didn't want to go out of state till we had an album. So it held up you know weekender dates and we were just playing constantly around Michigan which I love but it kind of held things up for it's weird thinking about it cuz the 4 years went by so fast but that's why now I'm like like some people are like oh you know send it to this label or send it to that and I'm like I don't even want that experience again we had it once we had a you know it was uh, we learned a lot we got some great experiences out of it but I'm like at this point all five of us look at each other and are just kind of like i'd like to just do it in how distribution might be one thing but all of us are like you know we like to put it out when we want to put it out you know it's uh Mm -hmm. that's just kind of how we feel and it's um no it, it was you know that kind of makes me more gratifying now that we just do it ourselves and um but he was always—he was—he was never a jerk. And I will out. Always upfront, he didn't. When he said he didn't like it, he wasn't like insulting or put it down. He was like, "I like this song. I'm not as much into this." Um, I think he kind of he really liked the first one. It was maybe a little bummed that we didn't recreate it. So, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and when I listen back, I honestly, the first one's a stronger effort, you know, hindsight's 2020, where I was like, yeah, we, we didn't kind of, we didn't kind of hack it. So um, some of the songs weren't as strong, uh, you know, we didn't kind of, it may not have gelled Zach Zach's vocals weren't quite, and that's not entirely his fault either. He was trying to recover. We probably should have just held off for six months. But you're just like yelling in like the moment, crazy. though. Yeah.
0: When, you're, when but, you're in the moment for it, though, you know, it's, it's like, okay, we got to do this. You know, it kind of, you, you kind of forget about certain
1: things and not think about it. You
0: know, it happens.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. With my other band, I used to do a thrash death metal band called Chinna. They're lined up to. Re- right afterwards and you know the catering man working on crazy hours so it was just like go, 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 you know. Yeah. So yeah, you're just you're just to keep all the cylinders going as best possible. And what you know, you're it's hard to be like then, uh, you know. But hindsight's twenty twenty, great experiences. You know, uh, I wouldn't I really wouldn't change, anything, you know, at all. Was. I can't say enough of how cool he was. He was honest to God, fully into always hearing. Whenever we did talk, You wanted to hear about underground metal bands, uh, talk about the Smiths and the Kier, uh, and the horror movies. Like he's a fan, man. I, I can't, well, you know. I, yeah. I have nothing bad to say. He was cool. Uh,
0: well, I mean, like like you said, definitely didn't slow y'all down. Uh, I think you all are are fucking killer. Uh, you're one hell of a live band uh and i've never heard a cure song played by another band like you all play it
1: <laughs> thanks man uh, oh, thanks i look uh look forward to doing some more stuff with you guys hopefully we'll get down that way later uh this year you guys were killer and uh hopefully lineups down that way you know hopefully in the summer or something and uh get back down there Louisville's just, such a cool town and everyone i met there is just so awesome and nice, and genuinely nice. You know, not the fake nice, but like, you know, like somebody after a few minutes, you know, you feel welcome around, and uh, uh, just very, you know, you know. There's some people that just kind of, they're just kind of act in that way. Mm-hmm. You can tell when somebody's got a good, like, heart and a genuine person.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, man. No, it's definitely a good, uh, a good scene there. Uh, and yeah, man, I would definitely love to to do some uh, a show or two with you all this year at some point. It would be a fucking killer, actually. Um, of course, when you when, when we played together, I didn't do any vocals that night because my my throat was all fucked up. But uh, uh, I've been making sure that I've been doing the vocals every night, and, and so far it sounds it's sounding pretty good still. So uh, we got some new songs I think you'll dig too. Awesome,
1: hell yeah, dude! I'm excited for that. It'll be awesome.
0: And we've also got a new. We've also got a couple of releases that we're working on as well. So, we, we got things in the works. So you know, <laughs> awesome. Uh, but uh, hell yeah. Uh, but the are you all working on anything at the moment?
1: Uh, right now, uh, the so all the covers that we've been working on the last few years, we mm-hmm. are currently recording drums for them. Uh, I think most of them are tracked. Uh, We got a few new songs we're tracking. So about, I think about 11 songs we're doing. And then we're just going to start pecking at them uh, over this winter. And then we've got shows coming up in this, you know, uh, uh, we got one in February, then other stuff going on March, April, May. So we'll just kind of peck at it in the studio at Sean's when we can. And uh, the plan, the tentative plan is to release i don't know if this was a conversation or not but we talked about releasing and we've never done a tape a cassette tape and we're talking about doing uh uh putting all the covers onto a cassette tape and jokingly call it like cavalcade covers their ass
0: hell yeah um, i like that
1: i like that hey we put <laughs> out cassettes man <laughs> ain't no wrong putting out cassettes brother? yeah i remember yeah i was seeing those with yes you guys had them out at the show but What's your guys' experience with putting them out? Like, were people uh, about them or weirded out them?
0: Well, yeah, it, it's one of those things, man. Where like you have like half the people that are they're the mindset they're like, oh cassettes, what's the point in cassettes? Blah 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 blah. And then you got the other people who are like, oh, that's really fucking cool. I've still got tape players, you know. And we, we, we've sold we sold a few uh, a few tapes uh we put out a tape a while back that's it's at at the moment it's out of print it's a uh, a noise a noise grind thing that we did um that was just called genesis and oh i remember you told me about that yeah yeah. it had a uh different sound clips from uh, richard kuklinski the ice man um and and a whole bunch of different like uh weird shit that we had in there and and uh at some point we've actually talked about uh putting that back out at some point but we've got so much other shit going on it's like kind of like on the back burner you know what i
1: mean oh yeah no definitely no definitely i get that yo that's that's cool it's uh it's something we haven't done yet so we'll probably do that see if the, there's a lot of bands we talked about doing a split with uh we we're talking about with mammoth lord uh or uh Hell yeah. buddies in there we've we talked about them with doing a split. We talked about it in the previous incarnation or previous band of blind Haven. And, you know, now mm-hmm. they're doing mammoth Lord uh, last couple months. Each time they're like, we're going to do this. And then we're like, we are actually, we're recording right now. You guys are recording in February. We might be able to do this. So I hope to see that happen. I would, those guys are awesome. Oh, guys. fuck.
0: Yeah, dude. I love those.
1: No, they're so great. I, I haven't, I haven't listened to the, uh, I plan on listening tomorrow when you talk to Heath. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that was a good review
0: Yeah, uh, he actually mentioned that uh, you and him played in a band together for a minute.
1: Yep, yep, yeah. We played in uh, like kind of a stoner band called Samara back in like oh three oh four. It had a little bit of some thrash parts, uh, instrumental. We did a lot of uh, covers. Played at a ton of parties. We would just bring a microphone and let people just sing over it. It was a pretty fun, like, party band and get paid in beer. That's cool. Yeah. No, he's one of my favorite people on the planet, man. He's so fucking cool. He's a super nice guy. He's a few years older. than me. Yeah. I went to school with his, his brother was a year older than me. His sister's in my grade. And then he's about three years younger. So I'm trying to think if I was a senior as he was a freshman. I think that's about how it worked. And then we ended up hanging out outside of like, once he graduated and just, you know, being around metal shows and parties, um, hanging out and just, you know, got, to, you know, know each other real well. And just, it, he's this hell of a guitar player, hell of a true musician and awesome dude. And all those guys, only I've known for a long time. True it, uh, is great. Uh, the new dude, Greg is awesome. Uh and just phenomenal, like they're so damn tight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: so. I, I thought it was kind of funny because I didn't realize when uh, when I had Heath on that at first I, I I kind of forgot that oh they're they're a Michigan band, and then I uh, uh, then I booked hey. to have you on and I was like shit, Cavalcade's a Michigan band. I was like man, I, I just I've got like a Michigan thing
1: here going on. <laughs> yeah 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 because they play a hot toledo so much that a lot of people think they're a band uh, but like owen lives up near detroit and then yeah they're they're totally lenaway county like where i'm from and um yeah yeah they're they're a killer i can't wait to listen to that interview with them
0: uh we uh we're supposed to be we're, we're in talks of, of playing a show or two with with mammoth Lord, uh in the coming months and i'm really excited about that because they're uh I, I find myself uh, blazing up and watching some live clips on YouTube of them, and uh, they definitely hit the spot. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. No, totally. And uh, Owen, uh, man, he kills that drum set.
0: Fuck, no, he <laughs> like, does. Yeah, he does.
1: He used to do MMA, actually. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you uh, scroll through, like, his Facebook profile, you'll see some old pics. Like, I mean, he's always been like, you know, just a bruiser looking of a dude, but he got super in shape and was, you know, in like, uh, in like some more minor leagues of it. Uh, But man, like him around that point, and there's just these pictures of him coming out of the ring with his, with his girlfriend and just like both of their faces just all swelled from all the hits and just see him throwing these Mm. hits. fists and everything and you're just like it's yeah, it's intense.
0: Um <laughs> uh, but uh all right so the now we got the we got the music thing out of the way here talking about that which we could talk about that for fucking ever but I want to talk horror sir. I want to talk I want to talk zombies. Yeah. Um uh, here are the last shh, fucking two or three weeks I have been in this complete zombie mode. Um oh. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, I've always been a zombie uh, a zombie fan, but um, every now and then something will happen where I'm like, you know, I'm in the mood to watch some zombie films. Um, and I've been playing Dying Light, uh, which if you know what that is, it's a zombie game that, uh, in my opinion, it's one of, the, one of the better ones that have come out in a long time. And it spawned me like just wanting to watch some, some zombie shit. And also zombie movies just kind of been popping up without me even doing anything. Uh, we uh, we watched the new
1: Zombie Land the other night. Uh, have you seen that one yet? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we caught it in the theaters back in yeah October. It came out. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty good.
0: I, I thought it kept with uh, the original. It was funny. It was gory. It had a pretty good story to it. Um, yeah, movies like that, it's hard for them to live up to the original. But I, I really dug it, and also the Bill Murray scene at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that was that was price of admission
0: oh yeah definitely yeah uh <laughs> it was it was fun to have him back on there, at least for something you know because when he was in the original zombie land like that that made that movie for me when i first saw it i was like oh shit okay everything's so good but this is even better
1: now did you uh when you first seen zombie land did you walk out of there going that was a hell of a lot better than i thought <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um but uh, but yeah, like um, I was watching the sequel, The Dead Snow, the other night. Um, do you like, the, do you like oh, those?
1: I haven't seen that yet?
0: Oh, dude, I man, yeah, I saw I- those. Those are some fucking killer movies, and they are so underrated. You know what I mean?
1: I've only seen the first one. I haven't caught the sequel yet.
0: Well, the sequel—it's one of those. I watched it when it first came out a while back one time. I don't remember. I didn't remember much of it. Uh, I didn't remember if I, I couldn't remember if I liked it or not. So we, we were like, well, let's keep up with the zombie thing. So me and my girlfriend decided to, you know, put on uh, dead snow two the other night. And, uh, yeah, no, I like it. Uh, it's gory. It's, it's completely outrageous in so many ways. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's parts of that where I'm just like, Oh, Oh, I shouldn't laugh at this, but, uh, those movies, uh, especially the first one, because the first one's like it's it's one of my it's become one of my favorite zombie films. Um, the the thing that I like about that is I like the contrast of comedy and horror. Um, and when it comes to horror comedies, I'm picky because they if they can't if they don't make me laugh where they're supposed to make me laugh, then to me it's just like ah whatever, like it's just another movie. Uh, but you can even look at like Hatchet. You know what I mean? Like that movie's fucking hilarious and it's gory as shit and it's
1: entertaining all the fuck. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. The Hatchet films are like I've met some people that are just like, oh man, but it's kind of like hokey at times, but then it's over the top gore. And I'm like, Yeah, it's what it, it's just like a slasher film on 10. That's what that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's what it meant was meant to be. Adam Green did it's what he wanted to do, and I think he achieved it and he made a franchise out of it. And I dig them,
0: <laughs> and, and it's probably one of the better franchises that have come out in like you know the last however many years it's been out. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. It, the, he 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 hit all the right spots with that one, and the fact that Kane Hodder is playing you know Victor Crowley that kind of helps too. Man. He's already got he's already got Jason in, in the fucking role, so like you know keep keep with it, man. I, I think they're all good fucking movies. Um, so what what would you say? Like okay. Talking about zombie films. What, what would be your, like, okay, you're feeling like watching a zombie movie, uh, like having a zombie marathon, if you will. And you were to pick three zombie films that you're like, I'm definitely going to watch these. Like, these are what I'm watching tonight because these are the ones that are always my go-to.
1: What what, what would they be? Oh, man. Oh. Heard one because it's like, you know how serious do I want to get? Do I want to go end of the world <laughs> and just do, you know the uh, the the original great, you know the the great Romero trilogy, or mm-hmm. do you go, you know, do you throw in like, or you know, we're in turn of the Living Dead is one of my favorite films. In oh fuck in, yeah, dude, yeah. In well, um, uh, every time, me and Brian always talk about it from cutters because he's. It always, you know, just happens. He's like, "Oh man," he's like, "I'm setting Louis." God, oh man! You know what? I'm probably gonna. I always that, has that list is dead, the dead, the original, just for how, it... end of the world. There is no hope. Even when they're on the beach, you're like, "You guys are," they might be on. I don't know exactly if you got to in. Like, if there's nothing on that island, uh, you don't know. You're happy now, but that could end up. Like, it just, it just is like the world ended and just how it's, you know, obviously it's filmed in Florida, you know, it's what's being set in Florida and how it's very bright, but the zombies are all falling apart and everything has this gray, yucky look to it and just, like, decay. And it's so well acted and the gore's great. Uh, yeah, so Day of the Dead. I can go on forever. That beyond there, I've. I have... <laughs> um, uh... <coughs> Return of the Dead. I gotta say, and then, oh man, it gets hard. It gets hard. Or do you? I was waiting oh, for you. I was waiting for Fulci. Do you go into zombie? Do you go into the beyond? Do You go into City of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what? I'm my language, that.
0: right there. You're speaking my language because th- those are three of my favorites, right there. But I always go with zombie. That's
1: oh yeah, zombies is so good. Oh man. Yeah. Cause it just goes into what my mood is that night. Uh, yeah. Cause zombie just gets so dismal. Like at the end, you know, when you're seeing them all on the bridge, like that's the thing I love with so many zombie films is it's not a happy end. And then return of the living Dead's not happy. It, like town gets blown up. You see, it's all going to start again. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, uh, they're mostly like this, you know, the end of the beyond, you know, the beyond, they're just looking around like, Oh my gosh, we are in hell. Uh, uh it's you know they're not really happy endings and i think i enjoy that doesn't just get wrapped up in this nice little box and here you go it's Mm -hmm. uh it's very real like we are if those things ever happened that would be the scenario they basically this new environment um uh god there is but with lightheartedness you got night of the creeps too though <laughs> i love night oh, of,
0: the yeah, creeps. Yeah. of the creeps which i mean also when you come down to there's so many different movies that also you can you can kind of see um as zombie films even though they're not really kind of labeled that way because you say not of the creeps i always think of like not of the comet uh no. which you know that one that one has zombies in it you know which actually we watched that up too long ago and i forgot how much i love that movie um just Because it's so ridiculous, but at the same point, it's really entertaining. Um, but actually, well, something I was going to ask you about was uh, have you ever seen the movie Pawnee Pool?
1: Yes, yeah, that's the one where it's all uh, it's in a radio station, correct? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. I remember watching that once and uh, I to to rewatch it because I was watching it with roommates, I was into it. A couple other roommates were and then a couple other roommates were bitching like this is the slowest moving thing ever blah 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 and i always meant to revisit it i dug it but i need to rewatch it to really feel where i'm at because I, I kept getting distracted and like arguing and then i turned back and i'm like oh shit i haven't paid attention to five minutes because i'm arguing with my roommates <laughs> <laughs> so i've always meant to revisit that one but it was really cool from what i remember the whole pre- premise i thought was cool uh kind of with that uh um I, uh, i uh, um trying to. Th- I can't believe this just slipped in my brain. I, uh, uh, H.G. Wells. Uh, um, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds vibe to it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe that was slipping my brain, <laughs> but that kind of vibe where it's like, is this you know, just that, you know, you know, telling about you know the news. It, obviously, it's from his point, hearing things coming in, but. Uh, it it kind of reminded me of that in a way. See, so yeah, it,
0: it's one of those. It's one of those movies that when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." I see, because I I didn't think it was slow. I thought it was the perfect pace. Um, yeah, and uh, and the thing is, it's actually kind of considered like a, a a zombie film without really, you know, you don't really see much, uh, except for a couple of, of moments in the in the movie. You hear more than you see more. Uh, yeah. But the whole the whole idea of uh, you know they can't they can't talk right like they start mixing up everything and their everything that's in their mind is coming out at once like there's nothing that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I, I, I that that's probably because I've talked to people before about zombie movies and I always bring that one up and they're like, really? And I'm like, well, if you watch it and actually pay attention, like, yeah, it's a zombie movie. It's a different take on it, yeah. which is probably why I liked it so much because. It wasn't your stereotypical, uh, you know, zombie film. I, I really enjoyed the fact that I like movies that, that can hold me and they're only in one spot in the movie. You know, there's only one location. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think if, if a movie can grip me like that, then man, hey, you got me. Uh, and that movie did definitely. Uh, it was, cause it was one of those that had funny moments as well. Um, and the guy, the main guy that plays the, uh, the DJ, I can't remember his name in the movie, and I can't remember his name in real life. But he has kind of like a Lance Hendrickson kind of uh, feel to him. And no, oh, yeah, and I've, and I've seen that guy on so many different movies, and I can't I can't fucking think of his name right now. Uh, for anybody out there who's never seen Pawnee Pool, go check it out because it's a really it's a really good movie. It's a good one to to smoke and just chill out to. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I was curious about your your take on that one. Definitely go back and rewatch it, man. I've watched that movie. Six or seven times in the past, like four years, <laughs> like it's become like a favorite of mine. Um, oh, cool. The the one thing though, that when it comes to to zombies, um, and, and the, in the opening of tonight's episode, when you go back and listen to it, you'll you'll hear me rant a little bit about it. Um, there was a point in time where people didn't give a shit about zombie movies anymore.
1: Uh, oh yeah.
0: There was a point where it was, okay, it's zombie. Okay, whatever. Nobody cares, blah, blah, blah. And then fucking Walking Dead happens. And there's zombies on commercials. There's zombies, you know, there's new TV shows with zombies. Zombie movies are coming out left and right. Um, and I, I don't know. I guess, it, well, are you a fan of The Walking Dead um,
1: and why? <laughs> if If you are. Um, I dug it uh, for several seasons I followed it and I, I always as a kid wanted I never wanted one of Romero's films to end like I wanted like four hours of Day of the Dead hours the TV show of Dawn of the Dead um, and, just, and how those personalities would work in this and all these areas and so when it came out I was very much like this it was a comic book before and going from that. And uh, I, I, I was a fan for years and then just kind of fell off. It, it sometimes is hard to keep up with a TV show and even binging. It's like, well, I got to have so many hours this weekend to watch it. Or it, I, sometimes like the format of television is hard with my schedule to keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what year it was, probably seventh, six or seven seasons. seasons—in I, I dropped off and there was ups and downs but um i definitely noticed it when when you were mentioning like when people didn't give a shit I'm, in my brain i'm like the 90s right, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah yeah no one no for a good chunk of the 90s like mid 90s like no one horror couldn't like do anything at the uh at the box office it was much like metal considered a dead genre even though it was you know it, you know plenty it just gone underground more Uh, not as much, uh, 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 media hype, I should say probably regarding it. Um, but yeah, it it got, I will admit it got weird because at one point, like you and me, you know, we, we bring up zombie and like, you know, the beyond night of the creeps, uh, you could talk about zombie or, uh, 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 let sleeping corpses lie and all these films and, uh, you know, we know what each other are talking about. You could just bring up one of those films and you'd have a brand new friend. Um, mm-hmm. But with zombies, with everything getting big with it, I noticed it was like more of a, like, oh, I'm into that. But they wouldn't know anything about the history. Or, you know, if I brought up George Romero, they'd be like, what? Yeah. Like, oh, with this is based off from them. Like, I would be watching The Walking Dead and bring up aspects of, you know with co-workers and they'd be like who's george romero and i'm like everything the walking dead is on that robert kirkman with his book did is off from george romero like no george romero in the original trilogy you have nothing here like that sets the precedent for all modern zombie films and it, and it got weird i was uh, uh talking to this one person out in mentioning how much she was into zombies and all this and i started just okay you're into this film this film nothing nothing she hadn't seen anything and she's like i just like you know like doing the zombie crawls and you know walking dead or this and i'm just like i'm like this is a totally different kind of zombie fan than what like you or me are yeah (laughs) um and it was weird it was very mainstreamed and you know if people have fun with it cool if it gets some more newer zombie films made cool it just uh, that thing was kind of just gone where if I run into somebody with like a, a you know some form of a zombie shirt, it's gone where it's like, yeah we may have nothing in common. Yeah. <laughs> like, See,
0: you know for that, me the, for me it was uh, you know, I watched the first couple of seasons of it and I was okay with it. Uh, it lost me pretty early on. Um, and a long time later, I went back and started watching it again. And uh, got stuck. I was like, "Okay, I can't. I can't do this." Think like, you know? And then I stopped <laughs> watching it again. And then uh, last year, me and my girlfriend decided that we were gonna we were gonna start the show again, um, just to to see where you know how far we could get. And we got to pretty much where we left off almost um, originally when watching it. Um, cause me and her started talking around the time that I guess, uh, the character of Beth dies, um, and okay. all that shit. Um, and I, I just, I just found myself like, okay, it's something to watch. So I'm entertained, but it's mainly because I'm bored and that's just, it's on, uh, yeah. And you know, although the, the gore, you know, the, the gore and the blood and all that shit, you know, it's really cool in the show. Um, the characters, man, just annoyed the fuck out of me. Um, I, I, I couldn't stand, I, even from the, the first season, you know, the first couple of seasons with Shane, I can't stand that motherfucker looking at him, just aggravated me the way he acted. Um, I, he just, he just seriously bugged the living shit. I mean, um, I couldn't stand, was it Karen? I couldn't stand, uh, Rick. I couldn't stand Carl after a certain point. Um, it just, it, I don't know, it, it frustrated me. And I think that honestly, a lot of the fans, no offense to anybody who's a fucking fan, so don't fucking get your pitchforks out yet. Um, you know, a lot of the fans annoyed me because, you know, you go to Walmart and at the time you couldn't find any horror shirts or anything like that. And then you've got Walking did This and Walking did That. And they're right next to it, Sons of Anarchy. You know, and, and it was like, fuck me, man. <laughs> and then you got all these girls who, uh, who don't even like horror movies, they only watch the show. Because of Norman Reedus, you know,
1: and, oh
0: oh my God, just, can you, I get it. I get it. You girls think that he's pretty or something like, you know, a lot of respect to the guy. got no problem with him actually, but that shit gets fucking annoying. You know, it's like, there's people that I knew that I was friends with who didn't like anything horror. they, they they didn't like it, whatever. They started watching the show and then immediately they just become experts, but have no idea what they're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. And then get mad when I try to educate them. They're like, "Oh, well no, blah, blah." <laughs> and a lot of people, a lot of people, this just this is what really kills me is the fact that a lot of people thinks that they think it Romero did it. And I'm like, "No. <laughs> Romero had nothing to do with that whatsoever except for the fact that he gave yep. the initial idea. That was it. He he made yep. Night of Living Dead, Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, all that shit, and that spawned that. You know? Which it's it's good for what it is, but I've always gone back and forth on it, man. I just uh. Uh, then they made Fear of the Walking Dead, which I never I've never watched that. Have you ever watched that?
1: Uh started in the first season. Of the character, like I mean, like you're saying, if the, if you don't like the characters, like you there, I'm just kind of okay. like, Yep, yep. Um, yeah, the character jumped, kind of jumped the shark in a way. It's kind of like when a uh, show starts oversaturate. Um, you know, they're in it. I was like, do we really need another show of this?
0: It's like, do you really need um,
1: It's like, do it, they really
0: need to do uh
1: another an offshoot of fucking Walking
0: Dead? Did they really need to do that? No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's weird when you bring that up because I go to Horror Hound a lot in uh, in, the Cincinnati one. I've done the indie one too, but once Walking Dead was really hitting it, it was weird, and my uh, fiance would bring up, she's like, this is really weird. Like, look, there's the Walking Dead fans, and there's the horror fans. She's like, because the Walking Dead people in, like, a bunch of shirts, and there's some crossover, obviously, but they'd be looking at others in, like, like, you were a bunch of freaks. Like, this person's dressed up as, you know, just cosplaying mm-hmm. dressed as, you know, a Freddy or, you know, Jason or Michael Myers or just a, uh, you know, like a, a bloody nerd. Yeah. Yeah. And if somebody did, you know. them like, they're freaks, and I'm just like, they're just having fun. Like, what do you guys, like, but that's all they were there for is to get Walking Dead stuff signed. And it, like, you're just like, the kid that played Carl, I remember one year going, and I don't know how old that kid was at the time. I but I just remember like just this line of girls like out to get stuff signed for him, and I'm just like, what? And, like just shaking your head. I'm fourteen. Like what? Yeah, no shit. Like, like what's that gonna do to your brain? Is a fourteen year old? I'm like, I hope he's grounded. Like yeah. I really hope he's grounded. Oh, I've thought it was it was I've heard that he's kind of a dick, actually. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard I couple people
0: that I that I know that I've met him and said that he was kind of a douche. Like he was like getting too big for his britches kind of thing. You know, oh look at me, I'm Carl. Oh, I'm like this big fucking actor. Like, yeah, like shut up, dude. Like, you know, it's like, okay, we get it, you know, but you're fucking twelve. Eat a dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the uh it was interesting seeing like because I remember Norman Reedus before oh, when he was there for a Boondock Saints signature. Our, there's like a few people in line, and I, I mostly remember him and the other guy, I forget his name, from Boondock Saints. They were teasing. They're, you, they're pointing and laughing at Corey Feldman because Corey Feldman <laughs> filled in for, and in no way was this a proper fill-in. Dario Argento was supposed to be oh, there, wow. and we were so geeked. Can't wake up. Feeling for it was Corey Feldman, and we're just like, that is no way a proper. Fuck that! Like you got, got, yeah. Who you get? But people were getting you know pictures with him. So if they sign, you know, paid for, he's on his phone. Like he would be on his phone while he was getting signatures. Because I was kind of like, oh, maybe I'll get something signed. And I saw his behavior, Mm -hmm. and I was like, fuck that! I'm not getting. I'm not paying. And you're just on your phone the whole time. Like, he was just a dick to his fans. And Norman Reedus and the other guy were just openly, like, just talking shit, pointing at him, like, oh, and just, you know, and Norman Reedus was just, mm-hmm. like, hanging out, laughing with, you know, his fans that were there. And there wasn't a ton. And, like, two years later, Walking Dead hits, huge. And he's just smiling. Mm-hmm. And everything all the fans said was, like, he's super grateful. And, like, oh, yeah, you know, the- it was God, yeah yeah and it's cool to see him go from like you know he was at doing the horror cons or you know out and kind of cool like, dude like get successful like that it was like you know and i thought boondock saints was a cool film but you know what i mentioned there's not going to be a lot of signatures there for it and you know, I like that he was openly calling out Corey Feldman on his bullshit, which Feldman just kind of did his own little world, acted like he didn't notice it. He's all. a fucking dude. Um, Corey
0: Feldman, actually, if I remember correctly, he's not allowed to be back at Scarefest in Lexington. Really? Yeah, because when he was, when he wow. was, when he was uh, at Scarefest, uh, he was drunk and acting like a complete asshole. Uh, and uh, they like he ended up leaving earlier, some shit than he was supposed to. And like you said, like he didn't really give a fuck about the fans. He was just a big fucking prima donna, pretty much. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it doesn't really surprise me because, I mean, it's it's Corey Feldman. He has a history of being a goddamn moron. Yeah. You know, I, like I, I, get, I get I get that he kind of had like kind of a crazy life and whatever, you know, so young. And that definitely would fuck somebody's head up, you know, because, I mean, the motherfucker got started when he was, like, what, 12? Um, and, you know, all that fucked up shit that happened to him and Corey Haim. Well, I get it, whatever, but he's back trying to be Michael Jackson again or something now these days, and he's just uh, – that's that, that that guy, there's a whole other podcast of just trashing that guy, okay? <laughs> Completely. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, man um, – Yeah, like, you know, like I said, you know, uh, respect to to The Walking Dead for for what it is. But at the same point, like, I I still feel like it's like, why can't y'all just end it? Like, you know, four seasons in, like, just kill off the original people, let it be, you know, and just give us a fucking 45 minute episode of just all of them just being eaten. Like, that's what they could have (laughs) done, you know? (laughs) <laughs> and then just have, like, a, a giant picture, like, just, like, kind of, like, it, it shows, like, this This would be my dream of this, okay? The last episode of Walking Dead, the, how it should have been, would have all the original people being, like, demolished, like, eaten limbs, ripped off, you know, uh, faces, you know, their jaws being, like, bent back, all that shit. And then it slowly, like, the camera slowly goes up to the sky, and there's just a picture of, like, George Romero winking. Like, would <laughs> <laughs> be a pretty good ending that's me that's, yeah because like you know people want to forget don't forget you know you you can't forget who the fucking godfather is um which actually talking about that um when uh you know when you think of zombie movies you think of not living dead you know of course I mean, i've got a the living dead tattoo uh big fan you know been a fan of that fucking movie since i can remember but you also got to think about the zombie movies that came out before that and, and yeah. how different they were. Uh, one that comes to mind is White Zombie. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's, a lot of, there's a lot of controversy with back in the day, you know, the days of Lugosi and, and Karloff when it came down to zombies because zombies were slaves. That's what they were. And it's kind of weird yeah. when you go back and you watch, you know, watch all those movies and it's like, oh, well, um, I watched something on on shutter uh, called uh, horror noir and it was about uh, 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 african-american you know uh, horror culture that kind of thing and it actually brought up some really good points I never thought of uh, when it came down to zombies and how they were how how they were kind of perceived and how uh, uh, and who the zombies were you know uh, I don't know it's kind of it's kind of weird although I think white zombies yeah but uh uh did you happen to hear that just now did you hear my
1: uh, yeah it kind of came okay for a
0: second. it was no my my phone was ringing it was the twilight zone theme um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh but yeah like no you know it's weird because we went from from like okay zombies were uh slaves basically uh you know uh do you know we'll make this house because you want us to that kind of thing to oh they uh they're gonna come from the from the ground and they're gonna eat your flesh and they're not gonna do anything you ask they're just gonna kill you uh you know to 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 return of the living dead where it's uh you know they're gonna eat your brains you know like it's just kind of crazy when you think of like zombies when you when you think about the movies and and, and how they've they've come you know it's like they were slow walking. We always thought of zombies as slow walkers. And then, like what, twenty eight days later, came out. Or was it, was that one of the first the first running zombie movies?
1: The first one I ever well, I first saw in Return of the Living Dead, where they run. That's eighty five or eighty four. I might be off by I think eighty five. And then, um, but there is one five years earlier, Nightmare City. Have you ever seen that from eighty? No, I have. I have not seen that actually that has actually got running ones and the zombies actually look really interesting um i'm going to mess up this name i want to say umberto Lenzi. uh it's a film by him check it out man it's uh it's really interesting it's like the zombies almost look like they have like this greenish um like like a moss almost growing over them and yeah they're they're flat out running in it um i remember watching that with a buddy and i was like is this the first run-in one? And I, I mean, there could be something even earlier. I think they were in the first one where it was, diff, you know, happening. And then in modern times, twenty eight days later, definitely, uh, and ones. Yeah, brings it kind of more into the modern time. Uh, you, I used to say returnal. On- modern times at this point i'm like well that's third you know 35 years ago (laughs) so it's uh yeah modern would be 28 days getting weird to think of the 80s i'll be in like 30 some uh plus years ago uh but it's uh we're at that point (laughs) but um yeah check out nightmare city it's really cool
0: i'll I'll definitely keep that in the the memory bank uh man uh I've enjoyed having you on brother. Um, it, I, I don't know what's going on with the, the, the technical side of things. There's been a little bit of breaking here and there, or whatever, but not enough to ruin the conversation. Uh, yep. I, uh, I definitely want to have you back on at some point and talk more horror because just like with music, uh, you're one of the people that I could probably talk to for hours on, on end about horror and
1: music. Um, Definitely, definitely with you too, man. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So
0: I would definitely like to have you back on at some point. Um, Cavalcade, uh, the most re- latest release is Sonic Euthanasia, correct? Yep, yep.
1: That is the uh, one from last year.
0: That is our newest baby. Yeah, it's uh, it's fucking killer. Uh, it's heavy as shit. It's it's weird. Uh, if you if you like sludge, if you like black metal, if if you just like good music and it's kind of heavy, check them out. They're uh, they're killer. Uh, Brad, thanks again, man. Um, uh, we'll, we'll be in touch, my brother.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, man. Thank you. This was awesome. Uh, Yeah, dude. Very much. Thank you. Hey, you're
0: very welcome, man. And, uh, and I will holler at you later. Awesome. All right. Take care, man. You too, brother. Have a good night. You too. And there you have it, folks. Another successful episode of the Nasty Nation here on Anchor. Uh, with that being said, there were some issues, as you heard, with uh, technology being a son of a bitch. Um, and there were occasions where, uh, where Brad's voice uh, trails off, um, gets kind of choppy here and there. But uh, I don't think it, it ruined the interview. I don't think it interview, uh, ruined the conversation because um, I, I had a lot of fun uh i love talking to brad uh he's probably one of my my favorite people uh to talk music and horror with uh horror especially um so i really appreciate him being on uh, if you haven't checked out cavalcade his band um check them out man uh, you can find them uh, on youtube i know i think he said Bandcamp camp uh, and a few other places just look them up they're killer um their uh, their their latest album that uh, came out last year was Sonic Euthanasia. Um definitely give it a listen. Um great dudes, great band, great time. Um I think that's that about wraps it up. Uh talking about zombies and shit. Good stuff good stuff always fun talking horror always fun just talking um that's what this is man and uh, i appreciate you for li- for listening and i hope you keep listening um and uh join me again sunday uh for the somewhat sober sundays with chuck nasty right here on anchor uh with that being said you'll have a good evening um it's rainy and gross here in mount sterling but uh So fucking be it. That's kind of how I like it.